0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is time to stop reading other people's success stories and really start writing your own. That's what my guest does today. He writes his own success story. Now, you can be motivated by their successes because their stories can offer different directions and help you reach your goals through their planning. Remember that it's their planning and through their committed effort. You have to reverse that and make it your planning and your committed effort. My interviews provide the consumer and business owner access access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry industry decision makers. My next guest is Ryan Serhant. He's a co-star of Bravo's hit show, Million Dollar Listing, New York, and the author of the national bestseller, Sell It Like Serhant. Ryan made just $9,000. He talked about it in his book, the first year in the business. 12 years later, he averages a billion dollars in sales every year, making him one of the most successful real estate brokers in the world. His social media platforms gets a combined average of 3 million eyeballs. His real estate company, which launched in 2020, and is the most followed real estate brand in the world. He'll be discussing this new book, BME, Big Money Energy, How to Rule at Work, Dominate at Life, and Make Millions. People who possess BME, which is big money energy, get that way because they are 100% committed to making their vision for themselves a reality, and their vision is big, B-I-G. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. He is BME himself, Ryan Serhat. How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Let's talk about this book, man. You know, uh, in some ways, I felt this was like a refresher course for me, which is really good because sometimes we forget how to be successful, We forget get the, the journeys, and a book like this, if you don't know, you learn. If you do know, it reinforces the path that you've taken is the right path, correct?
1: Correct. You know, I came to New York City uh, in 2006 after I graduated school. And the one thing I always wanted to do was theater. I wasn't good at, at too much else. I wasn't mm-hmm. good at school. <laughs> I wasn't good at sports. My parents really, really pushed me to do uh, both of those things. Take as many different courses as I could. <coughs> uh, play every single sport imaginable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only thing that I was kind of okay at was theater. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I've always believed that I'd rather regret the things I did than the things I never tried. And so I moved to New York City and gave myself two years. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been working odd jobs in the summers and after school since I was like seven years old. Um, and so I had a little bit of money saved up and that was my, my New York city money. Um, and it lasted me a couple years. And at that point I ran out of money in the summer of 2008 and it was get a job or move home. Uh, and when I decided to become a real estate agent, I realized I had no competence as a real estate agent mm-hmm. who, who, who's going to buy or rent an apartment from me. Mm-hmm. I'm not from here. I was born in Houston, Texas. I grew mm-hmm. up a little bit in Long Island outside Boston. You know, I bounced around eight times mm-hmm. before fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I had very, very, very low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you come to a city like New York, you know, New York is run by New Yorkers. Right. And I definitely was not a New Yorker. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't go to the schools here. I didn't grow up here. Um, but I saw all these people walking around on the streets in events who carried themselves with a certain level of confidence that just proved that they were successful. Mm-hmm. You know, the type of person that would walk into a room and everyone would gravitate towards them. You know, they had this big magnetic right. energy, Right. And I wanted that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And that's really what this book is. Big Money Energy is all about how to become the person you want to become. If you're the type of person who looks at other people's success and says, why not me? That was me. Right. That was me. And I used to say the same thing. And then I figured out how to get there. And so I, I put it all into the book.
0: Well, you know, the thing about the book is that this is what I really like. I like the book in a lot of different ways. Like I've told you, I love chapter five where you talk about dominating the look of dominant. Look is important. Don't trivialize the look. And We're going to talk about where your first sale was tied to the look and how you, you know, how you use that as a manifestation to who you are today. Brand yeah. selling. You look great.
1: Look at you. You look well, You I, look beautiful.
0: I'm going to tell you something, Ryan. I, I cannot read chapter five and not come on the, and interview you any other way but like this. This had to be this is my dominating <laughs> look now. I'm a dominant Dominator today interviewing you in my dominating style. Now, I love it. the reason I liked your book was that a lot of books I read, they talk about entrepreneurship, they talk about small business owners. You're talking about everyday people, how they can rule at work, how they can rule in a regular 40-hour week job, how also they can turn around by just changing their attitude, by changing their look, which in turn means they can dominate in life and make millions. But so many people look at that 40-hour week job and treat that that's all they can be and not looking at the nuance of what they can change in their lives to be successful. That's why this book is really a must-read book for just everyday people as well as entrepreneurs, correct?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's not just for entrepreneurs. Um, and entrepreneurs are people who don't have 40-hour-a-week jobs. They don't have jobs at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm I an entrepreneur, but I am unemployed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I make money if I sell a house. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, there's no, no one pays me hourly. I don't, I don't have a monthly retainer. I don't have salaries or benefits from everyone. If I sell a house, Mm -hmm. I, I get a small percentage of that house sale. And that's it. Um, If you have a job that's paying you by the hour or you have a salary, you're one step above any entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, To be an entrepreneur, you have to be a little bit crazy because you're basically cutting out the net. Now that's the only way I know how to live. I, I need to have my back up against a wall. In order for for me to really really fight and to get as much I want out of life as possible, but if you are working that forty hour week, um, just know that any of your superiors' positions are possible for you too. Right. You know, and that's what having big money energy is really really all about: is having that big confident energy to start being the role before you are the role. Right. Okay. Start assuming that position. Before someone even has to give it to you, I think so many people sit and wait and say, "Well, I'm not going to do that. Right. No, I'm not going to. No, know that's not my job. That's right. not my job. That's right. not my job. That's right. if you're the type of person who says that's not my job, then then you're not going to go anywhere anyway. Right? Like I still to this day, I, I, if I got to, I'll, I'll go paint an apartment. Mm-hmm. I'll paint i I'll, I'll replace a microwave because mm-hmm. nothing is above me. Right. My job is to get the job done. Right. Regardless of who's doing it. Now, ideally, other people do it, but. If they don't, I'm going to do it. Um, uh, So you can look at the people that are above you at work, either the better salespeople or your manager or the boss Mm -hmm. and know that it's possible for you to be in that position. Mm -hmm. You just have to want it and Mm -hmm. then you have to work for it Mm -hmm. and then you have to work into it.
0: Well, you know, the thing about it is a lot of people are in your business, the real estate business, but I've never seen the social media favor that you get in social media. Because all my guests, I always look at the social media, look at their traction, follow their feeds. Why do you think that your followers are so engaged with your brand? Is it because of your youth, because of your your tone, your style, your confidence? You carry, you got a swagger about you. Let's go on, Ryan. Let's go on, admit, you have a swagger about you. And it's a fun swagger. Is that tied to the fact that you wanted to be an actor and you, and you just like play acting the world into success. And that's why BME works for you. Big money energy. Talk about that. Why? Why are you so popular in social media? Oh, man. Well, I think that
1: for one, people like real estate. Right. They like looking at beautiful houses. Right. They like seeing inside wealthy people's homes. So mm-hmm. people follow me uh, for the real estate. But I think two, one of the reasons Million Dollar Listing works so well as a show is because It is such a crazy career. Like the fact that you could live in New York city and sell these insane homes and deal with these crazy people. That's a, that's a wild job. And so there's like this voyeuristic uh, thing about following me. Right. You know, what is my life like? My life is not normal Mm -hmm. whatsoever Mm -hmm. Um, between the filming, the books, the showings, the apartments, the houses, the flying around, all the craziness. Um, and so I think people like that. They like being able to take a step back and, and seeing what, what, what our lifestyles are like. And I think that, um, I also try to have fun with things. I don't take myself too seriously. I don't care how much I sell. Life is way too short.
0: (laughs) That's what I love about you, you know, because you, you don't take yourself serious, but you're, you're a shark. You know, you know how to close. And uh, let's talk about that whole start because I want to give away the book. But this book is kind of like a journey from, you know, becoming a novice who didn't understand his value and understood. And it just uh, a gift from God fell into your lap. And you adjusted to it and you rose to the occasion. And we, you kind of mentioned that earlier. A lot of people who, who tend to say, I yeah. won't do that, or that's not my cup of tea, or nobody, nobody put that as my work schedule or my opportunity. That is what you didn't do. And that's what this book is telling people. When the opportunity comes to you, don't push it aside. Challenge yourself. This book is a challenge yourself book. Am I, am I reading it correctly?
1: Oh yeah. A thousand percent. The book is not for people that are going to read it and then go back to life the same way they were, they were doing it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Right. The book is for anybody that wants to do better, get to a place tomorrow that they otherwise wouldn't be today. Right. The whole idea is how do you become the person you're going to be in 10 years tomorrow? How do you start becoming future you? I think about Ryan 2030 Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. That's the person who motivates me. Mm -hmm. That's the person I look up to Mm -hmm. is myself in 2030, Mm -hmm. because look at what happened in 2020. Mm -hmm. We can't control anything, right? right? We can't predict anything and life is so, so, so delicate. I want to make sure that whatever I do today is going to make my life in nine years. Awesome. So that in 2030, that guy is so successful that he can buy a time machine, go back in time and pat me on the back today. Right. And I'll be like, oh, what's going on? Oh, wow. That's me in the future. Right. I'm so much older now. Right. Like, that's what I want. Right. More than anything. Well, you want so that knowledge- you be
0: future you. Right. You want that knowledge. But also when I'm reading your book, here's 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 the cool thing about reading your book is that I like to believe I'm a successful person. Okay, and because of that success, then I've learned some tricks of the trade and to see it written out. Somebody who follows that same path because you are a successful person and a very successful person, by the way, that follows those paths. What made you say, you know, some I'm a I'm a reveal this path to millions who could potentially buy this book. What made you say, I want to reveal I want to help people? Is that part of your DNA? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was, um, but over the past couple of years, it,
1: it has become that, you know, we were, we were quarantined like all of us. I was mm-hmm. in New Hampshire, in the woods, in the snow, talking to our, our course members. We do a big online sales course, uh, talking to my team members, all the people that work with me um, and talking to fans and people all over the world. And everyone was so scared. People were nervous. No one had any idea what the answers were. We were all in limbo. Um, and people were being fired and people were being furloughed and so many people were connecting their self-worth to their income, uh, or lack thereof to their level of income. And I remember thinking that way until I stopped thinking that way. And so I just started writing, you know, with my first book, it kind of happened the same way. and so I just started writing and out of those experiences and those conversations and those talks came big money energy. And. Listen, there, how, how many different ways can there be that I get back? I get back with money. Mm-hmm. I get back with time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am only successful because New York allows me to be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm only successful because I've been super fortunate and super lucky. And I completely understand that. And so what I know is also another way that I can get back. It's like a, Okay. Let me put what I know about how to be successful. Let me put it in a book so people can copy it. Right. Like, go ahead. Just do exactly what I did. Copy right. it. It worked for me. Mm-hmm. It, it could possibly work for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it doesn't take, take the best and leave the rest. Right.
0: And you did that. Uh, Let's talk about starting a business in 2020, which is the pandemic. A lot of people ran to the wolves. A lot of people felt sorry for themselves. A lot of people were afraid to come out of their homes. I know that's why I say I love your book because I bought a building during the pandemic. I, I bet oh, wow. on myself. And like I said, your book, You know, I, I don't want to act like I'm just saying things to make you feel good, but your book really aligns with a lot of my beliefs. And I bet on myself. And you talk about betting on yourself, trusting your instincts. And I bought a yeah. building and I had a plan and it has been a plan that has led me to a tremendous amount of momentum. and led to this new studio that I built out for myself because I nice. had a plan. And so talk about betting on yourself because this book starts out when you was only making $9,000 a year and you start betting yourself, you start taking risks, you start ignoring what other people said you should do and did the things you felt you wanted to do. And some of them surprised you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, my, my whole life has been a, a, bunch, of, a bunch of surprises. <laughs> um, good surprises, think, Ryan, good surprises, okay?
1: <laughs> yes, good surprises. So one of the most important things about... Finding success, mm-hmm. um, especially when uh, you don't think that success is for you, right. because you think success is reserved for everybody else—the good-looking, the educated, the well-connected, etc. Right. right? Understand that that's all bullshit. You just have to become an opportunist. Mm-hmm. You cannot wait for opportunity. You can't wait for the future. Mm-hmm. You need to make the future now. Mm-hmm. You need to start creating situations that will create opportunities, right? You need to start riding the waves of all your little individual successes and shouting them from the mountaintops. Remember that people who are successful only work with other successful people. It's true. true. Because there's, there's too much risk in working with anyone else. Mm -hmm. So the reason I work now with billionaires, helping them buy and sell property all over the world is because they know that I've helped other billionaires. Right. They don't even talk to anyone else now. They just call me because they know, all right, he, he's been able to figure it out. Other people have used him. That, that's good enough for me. Ryan, I need this. I need that. I need this. I right, need that. Right. Right. You know? And so it's it's that level of just sort of betting on my own abilities um, and being able to play the game like you already have the money in your pocket. Right. Right. Like you already, you already want. Right. Anytime you go into a meeting, anytime you go into work, you already want. You already won the day, right? You've already been paid. What else can you do? What's going to separate you from everybody else?
0: But you know, the thing about it is that, now I hear what you're saying, and that you talk about it in the book, because you play the game, but you better have your facts together. You better do your homework. I can remember yes. when uh, Steve Harvey and I were sitting down in a meeting in LA, and we met Janice. She's a billionaire. And we was talking about some deals. And I've always had that gift of being able to I guess BS my way up to a point and guess what? She called me on it and she said, you're talented, but I know what you're doing. Stop it. Stop it. And that point on, I realized that that's that moment you have in your book that you discuss when you got called on it, when you came in there with those generic responses, Yeah, you thought you'd get away and he kept digging into you going, he don't know. He don't know. Talk about that moment because I don't want people, this is what I don't want people to take away from this book, big money energy that you can, Dress a certain way and you can win. That you can BS your way with a personality and you can win. That is none of Ryan's skills. This is a person who does his work. He's willing to put forth the effort to accomplish a task. He knows a look. If you're going to play with billionaires, don't walk up there like you're about to cut their yard. That's what he's saying in this book. And so I yeah. remember when, when I was reading that portion of your book about your encounter, it flashed back to my encounter because all I'm saying, Ryan, is that in your book, my man, you hitting so many home runs with relatable information that people like me and people who aren't successful like me, people who are employed in a 40-hour week job will take this information and win with it. And that's all you're saying.
1: Yes. A thousand percent. Everything takes work. But if you put the work in, Mm -hmm. the work will take care of you. Right. The work will make you money, will make you more money, will allow you to lead a better lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But you cannot fake it. This isn't fake it till you make it. Right. This is why not me. This is... Being future you, okay? There's a very, very, very big difference between right. the two. Mm-hmm. Faking it till you make it is what you were just talking about. That I did that once. Yes. I sold one apartment, one home, okay? Mm-hmm. One. One. Mm-hmm. For just over two million dollars, and I thought I was the man. Right, I thought I was the best. I just sold this apartment. Oh, I do. I did it with a Chinese investor buying an apartment for a baby that wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I am the man, and so I got a meeting with a big developer who sells buildings all right. over the city. I was like, "Wow, dude, I'm I like I, 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 it's me. Okay? I just sold that apartment. <laughs> I'm going to go meet with this developer. Of course, I'm just going to get this. And I went in there. Prepared to crush it. And he started asking me all these questions about the markets, the history of New York City, what I thought about this developer, that developer, this. And I froze. I had no idea what he was talking about. I just thought, you know, he wanted to meet me. Right. And that like I was that I, I didn't have to do any work. That I was right. just going to go in. And he was going to say, Ryan, we've got this building. You know, you're a star broker. You just sold that apartment so that. Chinese investor. You know, what do you think about our building? Would you like to sell it? Mm -hmm. Like, I I can't believe that I was so naive, but that was, that was bull Mm -hmm. money energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was that BS money energy Mm -hmm. um, uh, that, that carried me into that meeting. And when I left the feedback I got from the friend who connected us uh, was he, he basically just said, Ryan's got a lot to learn. Nice kid though.
0: Right.
1: And that, that was that moment where I was like, okay, you know what? Um, I just messed that up big time. Right. I got to fix this going forward. Right. It's all about what you know. Right. Okay. It is all about what you know, you do your homework, you do your preparation. That's where the confidence comes from because then you don't need the experience. If you know more than the next guy, and that's how you're better than the internet, right? Right. For all of us that are selling against the internet all day long, well, you, um, know, Ryan, you know, it was really interesting. Uh, yeah that, that was a that was a it, tough meeting for me. That was a
0: tough meeting, but that was a meeting that woke you up because it was two things I took away from that meeting. One, you didn't you do your homework, but to close your first deal. With Joan, who was pregnant at the yeah. time, buying you did your homework. You learned New York. You learned you learned that you, you did one of the great trick, one of the great moves that I tell people every day. I say, if you want to be a star, go make a consistent appearance at a restaurant. Load major D. When you come in, there, say, Hello, Rashawn, how you doing? Those techniques, I like, like I said, man, I, I I this is one of my favorite books, man. It's gonna be on my bookshelf because all those things you're talking about are natural. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to if you like going out to eat go to a restaurant the same restaurant all the time once you establish a relationship guess what they give you the best table they'll welcome you yeah. in front of a line that has nothing to do with being a millionaire and that's all i'm saying about this is everyday people rules if you're just working a regular job you can become a superstar you can come to start big money energy how to rule at work dominate life and make millions that's all you're saying is that everyday people can win with this book am i correct
1: you are 1,000% correct, sir.
0: With that being said, why is it so hard to buy houses right now? Why is the Why is the real estate market flying off the chart? Why is it everywhere I look, every part of this country, people are buying homes like they're running out of style, right? You the expert, come on. Yeah, because uh, in March of 2020, um, the federal
1: government spent $6 trillion right. on what was effectively... A PR campaign for buying new homes mm. because there's nothing like being locked inside your current crappy house to convince you to go get a new one. Right, And that's exactly what happened. Right. People, real listen, it, this isn't a financial crisis. Look at the stock market. Like, right. I mean, look at, look at bank accounts, look at interest rates. It's like the greatest buying environment ever, mm-hmm. right? Yes, there was mass unemployment, but as COVID restrictions lifted, everyone wanted to get back to work. Right, right. There's still a lot of unemployment because people actually got fired from jobs they don't like. Right, mm-hmm. so they're they're trying to wait to figure out what exactly they want to do. A lot of them are getting into real estate. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, we've seen a lot of people just join up to our course. It's been totally crazy. Right. Um, uh, you know, and so everyone went and decided to buy new homes. And remember, we still haven't totally recovered from the Great Recession that right. started in 2008. Mm-hmm. Right, the mm-hmm. world is. We're still in that. Like, we're still trying to figure out how we're crawling out of that. Like, that was a massive collapse. Um, that is, this is a shockwave from. And so a lot of people still haven't upgraded their homes from right. prior to 2008 to 2010. And so now they're doing it because now. They're trapped, you know, and they don't want to be trapped again if there's going to be a second wave, a third wave, a fifth right. wave.
0: Who knows? Right. Now, a million dollars so, to on Bravo. Yeah. Uh, as, as, yes. As the, do they have to, that, that show is part of your, um, I guess you want to say brand now. Okay. What is it? They've yeah, been doing it year? for nine years. Right. It's part of your brand. What What is the future? Do you uh, What are you, you just going to, uh, and, and, and when I say that part of your brand is that it gives you a, a vehicle to promote who you are and to validate yeah. who you are and also build your company. And yes. a lot of people, like you said in the book, a lot of your friend or friend thought you were crazy for trying not to be a reality star. Talk about yes. that friend now, and also yeah. you being a reality star.
1: <laughs> yeah, all my friends thought I was crazy. My family thought I was crazy. Everyone thought I was crazy. And remember, this was 2010. Reality TV in 2010, wasn't for building a business. It was for Dog the Bounty Hunter. Right. It was for the real world. American Idol, Survivor. You know mm-hmm. the Kardashians. that only just started. Like mm-hmm. it was. You know it, it was kind of you know like that. You know Real Housewives is what Bravo was really known for. So mm-hmm. people are like, oh, you're going to go be a male Real Housewife,
0: right? Okay. <laughs> real estate, you weirdo. <laughs> um,
1: and so and people said, listen, New York is a really serious city. It's very serious. It suits like no one's going to take you seriously. But listen. I'd only been in the business for a year right? In a year and a half, I guess. And so I, I just thought the more people who knew what I sell, the better, right. You know, there's almost 8 billion people on this planet. Mm-hmm. If I can do a TV show and let people know I'm selling real estate, then maybe somebody will call me. And for anyone that doesn't want to work with me because they're super serious and I'm on a TV show, um, I don't want to work that person either. There's way too many fish in the sea. I'll deal with my Chinese investors all day long. I don't care who you are. Right. I'll, I'll buy and sell real estate with anybody. Um, those friends now, uh, I think, are proud, and I think everyone's just surprised. It's like anything. Right. Like a million dollar listing was not supposed to work out. You know, it was a a spin off show of a franchise um, uh, that just sort of that people just sort of took to, you know, and here we are still doing it. We're season nine. That was what I'm filming right now. I'm in uh one of the studios uh, shooting those interview scenes right? You right. know where we sit there in front of the camera <laughs> and they're like, whoa, really? I right. do that for like hours on Mondays and so I'm here in between that. Um, so season nine will be out in the next couple months, I think. I'll
0: tell you something, Ryan, you're a star, man. Uh, just the second time I've gotten the chance to interview you. First time I didn't have your book. This time I made sure they got the book to me so I could read it. I appreciate it's it. It's a brilliant read, man. And I'm a fan. And uh again, I'm recommending this. I'm putting it in my newsletter, putting it on my social media. Uh, I got one point six million eyeballs looking at me. I don't have three million, but I got enough to believe in the brand of Roushon McDonald. Your brand's a success, man. And from a fellow Houstonian to another Houstonian, living in my favorite city, keep winning, my friend.
1: All right. Thank you, man. Thanks so much for having me.
0: All right. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, You can catch him on Bravo, Million Dollar List in New York.